This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. One pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. See our team make them need to run. That's Lord Taylor! Trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best want you people to score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise and shot with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks at full 76. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a Wednesday. It's DPHR and Rothenberg it's a with you. stump day. It is a you didn't even realize it for no, a second. I, no, I talked <laughs> to RJ like, about Wednesday. this already. No, 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 no. I, I absolutely realized it. I'm, I'm ready to... I'm ready to retire a stump. No, 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 no. I, I feel like the, the, the magnitude of pressure builds every week, and I'm always being judged, and I, I don't know. Maybe we'll do it this week, and then we'll take a sabbatical. I can't envision this thing living through all of 2024. Don't say that. You get the I'm summer. Serious. You get because we always have off. the feud. The feud is just no one waiting right around the corner. We have plenty of time for the feud. As soon as the NFL season is over, we get. I mean, Roast could be back. We don't have around the league anymore. I know. Hard to bring back said in my pickle. ear. He said we could do the feud on Friday. Feud Fridays. Feud Fridays. Getting to know you Mondays. <laughs> We're not going back to getting to know you. Monday. Oh, why? There's so no. much to get to know. By the way, I hate to toot my own horn, but just for <laughs> but a, you will just for a moment, indulge me. All right, elite parallel park today. Elite. I'm good at very few things. Very few things. Parallel parking, unbelievable. I got to tell you, unbelievable. I don't want to steal any of your shine. Yeah. List of best things I do. You're good at it. It's. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. It's just I was I'm gifted. I was given. I, I, a I gift. believe that to be true, but it makes me happy every time I do it. And, and so it's funny. So I'm I'm doing the, my thing, and then all of a sudden the thing starts to beep, and I'm like, "No, you're not right. I have plenty of room. I'm nowhere near the side. How dare you? You know they they think these these new cars make it so much easier. No, you mind your own business, and I'll deal with my parallel park the way I deal with my parallel park. And it was. I mean, in a word, gorgeous. The car's not used to someone as talented as you doing That's it. right. They need to make sure. That's right. Like my wife, we need lots of beeping. Lots of beeping. Here's the thing. I I think we, we drive on if Sherry's driving. Like I think that she looks at the spot, <laughs> she sees the spot, she maybe attempts the spot, she pulls out of the spot, she's like, you know what, I'm going to look for another spot down, down the road. I, a, I didn't have that kind of luxury for time, and B, the spot was big enough that I, one shot, one, I I didn't need to pull in, pull out, go back in. No. Boom. Done. Thank you. Here I am. You know what you should do? What? You should take a page out of the uh, great Dan Grasso book. Where Which he actually, is what? Well, no, he'll park and then he'll take, he'll stop and take a photograph. <laughs> now, why would I take a photograph? <laughs> I, you ask him. He takes when you were gone yeah. and he was filling in one day, he admitted that he takes pictures of his beautiful spots. So he, he loves the spot and takes a picture? Or he loves his parking job and takes a picture to show it to everyone. I, I think it probably could be either of the two. Either he got a great spot, or maybe he just wedged himself. Yeah, but right how in would there. you? How would you? Like, what would be the rationale behind taking a picture and showing the the spot? Like, nobody well, cares that it's a great spot. I, listen, you'd have to ask him. It's not my thing, but I'm saying, like, for you, 
if it was one of those situations where it's like when you first look at it, there's no chance he's getting his Mercedes in the spot, and then to everyone's surprise, you wedge that bad boy right in there. Yeah, I don't think it was that. It was not to the point where it was. It was so. It was just perfectly. It was was perfectly perfectly, It was like angles and it was. It was just beautiful. It was a. It was a bulbous spot. There was plenty of room to back up. It's. I'm not saying like I was bereft of room, but just the way that I. I maneuvered was, was the way you was, see the game is different. It, yes, yeah. It was very, it was very Montana like. Nice is what it was. Yeah. It was the Joe Montana par- parallel park. You get the angles down right. Exactly that. You know what it's like. This is the only thing I can say, and then we'll get to the <laughs> get to the next. You know, like when Gretzky. Yeah. Well, well like the angles. He'd say yep. if I hit it off the boards here mm-hmm. or, or or there. Or it I was kind of like the play in the Rangers game last night. The D to D pass. <laughs> What an awful loss! Wow. You were napping when I walked in today. Wow! But I, the first thing I said, so, said when I saw Raymond, I was like, "What an all! I'm what an all! You have a two nothing lead against San Jose, and you blow that game. That oh, team yeah. is horrendous. That team is not good. My team lost to. I was at the game last yeah, night. Yeah, but, but at least you played a good team. Yeah, we peppered them in the second period too. Uh, yeah, listen. I mean, you played a good team. There's no, I know there's no we shame. played a really good team. There's no shame in losing to the Stanley Cup champions. Well, let's not pretend like you guys have not been a. I mean. Recently, have I not know. been a really good team. I know. Listen, they went one, two, and one on this road trip, right? And the game against Anaheim, they were fortunate to win and trailed two nothing. And then last night, they led two, two nothing going into the third period. And you know what? There's probably a lot of people waking up this morning, like, "Oh, I wonder how the Rangers did." They lost. You lost in overtime, so they did get the point, but just brutal. And now they come home and they have Vegas on Thursday, I believe, tomorrow night. Vegas is a good team, very good team. Oof. Very good hockey team. That's a and, big team, too. And Vegas just beat the Rangers, beat them up last week, 5-1. So, yeah, to start this road trip. Not not great for the Rangers. They're, they're in one right now. They're in one, Knicks are not. Knicks are. Because we take care of business. I got, I got to tell you, man. That's a that, What a good basketball team. What a well-coached. I mean, you're on your third center. You're watching the game. You think to yourself, this is going to be the one. Like they they're gonna get gotten. Down nine going to the they're fourth. gonna get gotten this one. They're gonna lose this game. Brooklyn is playing. There's kind of a, a feel at Barclays Center. And to their credit, you know, this is what good teams do. They beat teams that they should and they don't play their A game and they still find a way. And that's exactly what you got from the Knicks last night. Well, there was no feel in Brooklyn. The feel in Brooklyn was it was it was a Knicks home game with how loud the Knicks fans were. Right. And you heard Mikael Bridges after the game. And he was like third quarter. I mean, he was he was lights out in the third quarter. I can't quarter. believe it I'm wide open though. Yeah, I get it. But I mean they have done exactly what needs to be done against teams that are bad. They're undefeated, which is great. I mean, going you know, being down nine going to the fourth quarter, not not necessarily what you want, but Brooklyn does what Brooklyn has done the entire season, which is <laughs> which is up, collapse. Which is give up fourth quarter leads. Right. We, They're I the mean, worst li- fourth quarter team in the NBA. Literally gagged. At the end of that game, literally the worst. Yeah, like Jacques Vaughn, he waste at the end of the game, he wastes like what seven seconds before he calls the timeout. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like, what are you waiting for? I don't know why the Knicks didn't foul on that, but it, it doesn't matter. You know, why open? Cam Johnson had a no, wide it's a, open. It's a look. great look. I mean, he hits wide that, he hits that shot, and you're thinking to yourself, why? Why in the world did you not foul him? But again, well, it's because OG went for the OG went for the steal on the foul inbounds. Him with five seconds left, get the rebound, and then you, you close yeah, it out. But again, right. it, it doesn't matter. You did what you had to do, and that that's what the Knicks are, right? They are a team that finds a way to win these games. And when was the last time you could realistically say that? It's been quite a while. Uh, it's been, yeah, well, no, over the last couple of years. I mean, they're they're starting to figure it out. But this team especially, I mean, teams under five they they're undefeated, which is great. I mean, Jalen and, and Julius both go for both go for 30. 
I think you probably missed. I mean, Achua did a pretty good job. You um, definitely missed Hartenstein. You missed Hartenstein, especially the rebound. And Sims had a couple of, what, four blocks in the first quarter. But um, there was that one sequence, man. And I know they were talking about it after the game, but I know you loved it because I loved it. But The one at the end of the game? Or the- well, they come down Hart with the block. Then it's OG. Then Hart saves it. And he throws it up to uh, to Randall, to Brunson, to Randall for the dunk. Right. It was just, well, that, it, that was the play of the game. In, in, yeah. in, in fact, uh, here's Brunson saying that, in his mind, play the year for the Knicks. Yeah, play of the year so far. Important time of the game, the hustle, and then the finish on the other end. That's, uh, that's pretty big. It was huge. It really was. And I'll tell you what, there was a time, I think it was the second quarter, and I get you have to rest your guys, but they had Brunson and Randall both out of the game at the same time. And scoring for that team at that point, it is a chore. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, they're asking they're asking their starting five to do a lot. I thought Josh Hart was good. I mean, we mentioned that play he just made, and he made the uh, he made the layup kind of in traffic. Uh, that was a big play in the game too. But I mean, they this team I think has shown Leon Rose in the front office enough that they do need something else. They're going to get something else. Well, they, I was going to get Allen yesterday. I mean, it was actually a really good thought. I liked it, especially when you look at which teams aren't aren't able because of um, salary. Salary issues. What do you say, Lowry? Well, yeah, you get you trade for. I say it's Bruce Brown or whoever, right? And then you can you can pick up Lowry in the, if he gets bought out. There's some teams that can't. And when you look at, I mean, Villanova guy, what the Knicks are now, right? How he would kind of fit the mentality of both those guys would fit the mentality of what this team is doing because that's what you don't want to screw up. That's what you got to be careful about is you don't want to screw up what this team is now. And OG fits perfectly, and that's worked out. But how how we now kind of decide what we're going to add to you got to strengthen the bench you have to oh you you have to especially unless you don't have robinson you don't have hartenstein you're playing sims and you're playing achua and they they did well last night but you can't that's a bad re- team though yeah. rely on on that right against against a better team that's, well, that's your not next couple work. yeah i mean the, the, we have the denver next, on thursday you got denver and then you got miami right and miami got better with uh rogier they sure did so and that was always the thought that he wanted to be well, that's what he said he wanted to be in miami anyway and now you got Milwaukee, Milwaukee changing coaches. Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, so Milwaukee got booted in the first round last year and fired, fired Budenholzer. Out. Which I guess, you know, yeah. uh, well, somewhat understandable. Well, remember, there was some talk before he won the championship that he was on his way out. Yes. Somewhat understandable, I, I guess. I mean, they had injuries, but whatever. So they fire him. They hire Adrian Griffin. They were, I think, 30 and 13, right? And they fire him. They At 30 and 13, they fired him. Yeah, well, it's kind of like when it happened. It's it's almost reminds me of what happened with Cleveland when they had David Blatt and they and fired Lou in. But at least Lou was an assistant coach on the team, wasn't he? Well, Rivers is a consultant, which kind of reminds me of what happened in Ottawa when they brought in Jacques Martin, and they're like, "Oh, he's just gonna don't worry, he'll be a consultant." Next thing you know, he's the he's the coach. But they, defensively, they haven't been they, defensively they haven't been good. I get it, but they're still thirty and thirteen. Well, okay, so if your star player Giannis has questions as to if this coach is good enough. Damian Lillard has a problem with the offense, right. and you're not good defensively. No, no, I, I understand why they did it. It's just, it's just wild to think that you you just hi, you just hired. I him. get it. I and, and he has, completely understand, and he has not failed. Right, like thirty and thirteen is a, is a pretty good record, second best record in the Eastern Conference, and and you bang the guy for that. No, I don't know if it's they banged him for. I mean, they didn't clearly didn't bang him for the record. I think they clearly, I think they saw the writing on the wall where it's. I mean. You were going to lose something when you lost Drew Holiday, right? Defensively, you're going to lose something, but of we're going to do that because we want to, you know, we're going to be better offensively with Dame Lillard, which they are. 
the offense isn't the question. Dane doesn't necessarily like the offense. Right. It sounds like from all the things I've read that he's not really a big fan of what they do. And if Giannis is unhappy, then you're going to make the change. Well, and on top of that, I mean, they went so from last season, they were defensive rating wise, they were fourth. This season, they're 21st. They've given up over almost 121 points a game, which is 25th in the NBA. That's not championship level. It's not. It's, but I guess the question is, can you turn it on when you need to? Well, January, I guess, I guess I think, the answer for them is they don't think they January, can. January, it's been bad. They probably don't think they can. I don't think the front office thinks they can. And on top of it, I mean, we're spending this entire time trying to prove to Giannis that we're all in, you know, we're all into in championships. So if he's, I mean, if he's already hesitant going in, and then he sees this, he's. I like, get it. This is not the recipe. Uh, I get it. It's just it's it's a weird optic. So they they move on from their head coach, and the Knicks are winning games. And I, I mean, again, I don't know. There's not a lot of negativity with the Knicks. You know, then I think that's probably part of the reason we don't get a ton of phone calls on the Knicks because they're just they're they're fine. They're functional. They're not the elite of the elite, but they're they're rolling along. They win the games. I think they they're should. more than functional, though. They're, I think you're they're, starting good, to, they're good basketball Right, team. but I mean, even nationally, you start hearing some of the conversations about them. Right? Like, I mean, you hear what Perk says about them. Like, just, I mean, I had you know, Candace talking about how Jalen wasn't good in the Miami the Miami series. It's like, did you check his... But she said he wasn't good in the Miami yeah, series? Yeah, she's like, first, you know, first round, good. Second round, not so much. I was like, did you look at... Did you actually look that's at his... A, that's a weird thing to say, His no. numbers in the second round, or no? Okay. Without him, they would have been so no, and he like, was, and he was nicked up in that series too. That's a weird, yeah, hill to die on. It, no? I don't think she was trying to die on that hill, but it wasn't a great. Uh, that's a weird hill to even walk up. Yeah, <laughs> right? you don't even want to start that hill. But no, I think this is. I think we've kind of we've kind of crossed that that threshold now with this team, where it's like a lot of the fan base is happy with where the team is at, mm-hmm. and they expect them to win, especially when they play bad teams. And now it's okay. What what's going to happen in the playoffs or I get we get I bet we get start to get more interest as soon as we get you know as we as we the inch towards deadline. the deadline. Yeah. yeah, no, I think so too. And that's what two weeks from Friday. It's, I'm Ron Burgundy. It's, don't make fun of me. I'm not good with the dates. Well, it's February eighth. Okay, so I think it's two weeks from tomorrow. Okay, okay. I'm to bring Ron. I don't even know what I'm the, doing tomorrow. Tomorrow you're doing the open, is what you're doing. Oh, I am doing the open. Suggest to Ray maybe we, today we kind of think about uh, well that would be nice. what we want the theme to be. The theme would probably be making fun of people on the show. Yeah. Well, that's always the theme. We are laughing. <laughs> yeah, it's two weeks from tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. It Thursday. took me a minute. Guess what the 8th is? The 8th? Oh, yeah. Trade deadline day. Guess what it is? Oh, it's a big one. Number 40? Oh, yeah. Number 40. Oh, yeah. Okay, here, here's what I'm suggesting. Right? He made it. What day of the week? Because that's a Thursday. It's a Thursday. He should do the open. He should. It's his birthday open. Well, here's what I'm suggesting. I'd like to throw it out right now. I, I can't imagine anybody says no. That's the breakfast day. Well, here's the problem. No, here we go. <laughs> well, it, why why do you have a problem with everything? It's Ray and I owe you two breakfast. Okay, so here's what we do. <laughs> happy birthday, Ray. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. Um, and I'll probably thank him via text later on after the breakfast. Uh, here, here's here's what we do then. We'll pay for the breakfast that day, and you guys will owe us a, a, a no, the, the breakfast in the future. That doesn't make any sense. I, yeah, I mean, what are the odds of us getting together twice for for breakfast? <laughs> breakfast is uh, in the same year. We'll we'll figure. I'm I, a new man. I, I have no problem. This guy's socializing all over the yeah, place. I went to an Islander game last night. Yeah, by the way, you guys get on me for being secretive. He just pops in here all willy-nilly, just, ah, Islanders game. No, yeah. he said it last night. No, I told him. He said it. He's, oh, also oh, to two of you running, you know, gimmick well, no, offense. No, he said it. No, not a gimmick offense. He said it yesterday during the show on the air. He's like, I'm going to the Islanders game tonight with Milo's team. That's what he said. You weren't listening. I don't know if that was on the air. 
That's a pox on you. I don't know if that was <laughs> is what it is. A pox <laughs> on you. Yes. I mean, there was a thing last week. Like that you don't happened. have your secret conversations over on that side. Right. I mean, listen, there was there was an element that happened last week that we won't discuss. I wasn't aware of. I, I'm worried about you two now. You're breaking off. What was last week's element you didn't know about? I can't reveal on the air. You know, you know what it is. I actually don't. I mean, I probably do. But I'll I just tell you afterwards. Yeah. Give me a. Can you give me a hint? No. no. Let's play the feud. No. Oh, no. Twenty-five thousand dollar pyramid. No, this is. I not- love that game. It's a good game. Love that game. Yeah. I'm worried. Silos. Oh, we should do the pyramid. Pyramid. We should we should make Winthrop things that are gray. We should make Winthrop come in early and be the host of the pyramid, and it's me and you versus those two. Oh, that would be nice. That would be nice. Well, why would he have to come in early? Why don't we just do the pyramid in the in the nine o'clock? Well, hour? let's just make sure we tell him he's got to be in at a certain time to host, because you know he's dying to be on the microphone. Yeah, I think he's pulled in a lot of directions though, because he thinks like I'm the big boss. It doesn't look good for me to be on the microphone. But he also thinks he's more talented than us, right. and he could do our jobs right. better than we could. He, he is uh, RJ. He is. I don't know if you were here for this or not. He actually walked in studio one day and is like, "Yeah, I could do your job, no problem." <laughs> yes. If there were radio war, like wins above replacement, your war uh, war would be zero. I think in his mind, like you are scratch. Right. Like I'm instantly replaceable. Yeah. That's not good. No. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere, Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Now, Ray, what, what was happening at the game? Tyra Banks was there with, with furries. Is yeah, that- I, I don't know what else you'd call them, but but furries. People in, in full animal costumes. Yep. Very, very and bright was, animal costumes. Did they have litter boxes there? At all? I couldn't tell you. Were they maybe shooting a, like a TV show or something? I, I got to think that this has something to do with the TV. It, it has to. Like, that, that doesn't just randomly happen, right? Did you go over to Tyra? I, I did not. Well, why? 
I'm working. I have stuff to do. I yeah, but party, I you could have had her on as a halftime guest. Yeah, maybe I don't, you introduce yourself. <laughs> How do I make that happen? Hi, hey, Raymond. Ty, Andres. Tyra, Tyra, we'd like to have you on the yeah, halftime show. Yeah. We, Ty, we, Tyra, I, I produce the, the Knicks radio broadcast and big fans of yours. We'd love to have you we, on the, uh, we, the halftime. We, we can bring your two friends. Do they speak? I have no idea. See, I think you blew a golden opportunity. You and Tyra Banks would be a very happening couple. Isn't she very tall? So what? Wait, Shoot your you're shot. an excuse maker, Raymond. She's sitting no, next no, to no. people it's dressed not, as it's animals. Not, it's not like you're Tom Thumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're like six feet tall. I mean, my God. She's 5'10". Yeah, perfect. Right, okay, perfect. No, no, she's fine. She's fine. Man. See, you're okay. She's fine. Yeah, me, I got, yeah. I got no sizes. Chance. Right. So she was 6'1". You're like, no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. sorry. She's, no. she's a supermodel, for she, God's sake. Well, that's the same. Supermodels generally are, are supposed to be on the taller side, aren't they? 5'10 is tall. Yeah, I guess so. You're very concerning. I mean, most people would look for reasons you, to be with Tyra Banks. Wh- you look wh- for reasons why, to not be with okay, Tyra Banks. Why, why are you concerned about me? Is what is my response why? to you. Why are you concerned? We want you to be happy. I'm trying to facilitate your greatness. greatness. I, I, I don't see you know this what it would do for the show? I, I don't if you see were this dating Tyra Banks? I don't see this as facilitating greatness. I really don't. How so? I see it as you're mocking me. How? I didn't mock you at all. You'll know when we're mocking you. We're trying to, like, this is, you know, shoot your shot, man. Carpe omnia. That's mocking you. Yes. This is not mocking you. No, that's mocking my football team. Well, and they deserve which, it. Ipso facto goes back to you. I'm they, not mocking you. I'd love it. I mean, it'd be good for you. I think your parents would be thrilled. It'd be good for the show. It'd, it'd be good for tabloid news. If you were dating Tyra Banks, it'd be good for everybody involved. Especially good for you, though, which is ultimately what we're looking out for. It's like at dinner when we say, hey, this waitress, very good looking woman. Yes. You should get her number. I mean, was that was that selfish? Was that us looking out for us? No, we always look out for you. Sometimes, sometimes you're so close to it you can't see it. That's right. the problem. You're too closed off to us. You need to accept our help. That we love you, and we're looking out for you. We didn't say you should go. You should have walked up to one of the, the people dressed as an animal. Right. If, I, if I said, yourself. "Well, you should be dating one of the Furbies," that would. I mean, that, <laughs> that's a furry. What sort of Furby? It's a furry. I think Furby is a toy. Yeah. Oh. Furry. Well, whatever. You know what I'm saying, though. Like that would be that would be that'd weird. I'd be, be mocking if I was like, you should have gone up to one of the furry people and, and tried right. to and, tried to and, date and, them. And, and I told you I had a job to do, and you dismissed it. Yeah, yeah, but it would be good for the job, though. I mean, John no. and Alan would have loved to have Tyron. Would have been great. <laughs> Again, I, I I don't know how realistic that is. I really don't. You could have asked, but, but you never know. And there and therein lies the problem. If you don't ask and you don't find out, you'll never know. I'm telling which you is right where now. we are right now. I'm telling you right now. Okay. RJ Santillo, six feet tall, doing your job, single, shoots a shot. I'll go one step further. RJ Santillo, 5'11, yep. doing your job, brings Tyra Banks into studio this morning. All, all <laughs> three. After being with all her all three. night. Okay, yes. good. And good, the first. Yes. Good for RJ. Get, 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 him, get, get him out there. Get him doing the job then. Let yeah, RJ handle I, it. I, but he's not 5'11. We, can't, we asked him if he wanted to get himself. Free. And he's married with a baby. Yeah, yeah, lo- I said I would pay for the surgery, but he doesn't want to go through it. No, it seems like there's a, a very high risk rate that comes along with this surgery. Yeah, that's a tough one. I would love to be 5'11". I could not bring her in studio under any circumstance. And you know what? I will say, though. I think you'd acquire a, her. Aesthetically pleasing couple they'd be. <laughs> you and Tyra? I think, no, no, I no. think you'd acquire yes. her. <laughs> I think you would. a trade. I think you'd see, like, you remember in the newspapers have, like, the transactions? Like, RJ Santillo has acquired Tyra Banks. Yes. And two furries. And, yeah. <laughs> and two furries and four inches because he's now heightened. Yeah, yeah, you have to take back the furs as part of the deal. Yeah, which could Make be fun. Feet. I think you have to, though. Well, Make I mean, the numbers how, fit. Let's see what the furries are into. 
Raymond and Tyra Banks, very, very aesthetically pleasing couple. Yeah, it's a great I think, I think you and Tyra, I think Raymond and Tyra, I think Tyra makes it easy, and then Raymond has so much going on. Who says no? I'm telling you right now, RJ Santillo wakes up, like goes to sleep, and is like, I wish I was 5'11". Wakes up 5'11", swinging it like no one you've ever seen swing it before. But he can't, it's it's too late. A strut in his step. Oh, it, but he's he's married with child. No, no I was Rick, just saying. No, Rick just means an overall confidence. I think overall confidence. Like come in, command the room. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Not like, like, not like now when I walk in there during commercial breaks and I'd, you know, just kind of hang out with you guys. I'd come in there and I'd be like Winthrop. He comes in there. You know what? You guys stink. Yeah. I can do your job. That's what. That's the height. That's what it comes. Like so, he's so throwing you think, that ball. You think his confidence stems only because he's taller than you? What's he like? Six two? No, he's not that. No, tall. I think he's taller than me. Yeah. He's six two. That's why his sweaters are so short. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's buying medium. That's a very long torso. That's where the confidence comes from. I mean, he's your boss and everything, and there should be respect going both ways. He comes in there like, yeah, Dave, you stink. I could do your job. That's where it comes from. And he really believes that, which is- He does believe it. Re- really upsetting. Six-foot Archie comes in here. He's not throwing that ball off the wall. Right off your chest. Right off your chest. There's a backboard, and you'll do nothing about it. Six-foot RJ would be- You don't want to break on time? I'll show you. I'll show you when to break. <laughs> yes. I'll tell you when to break. Um, all right. So, so let's get back to the Knicks. Let, let's take a listen. Here, here's Tom Thibodeau uh, on this team last night, just finding a way to get the job done. I didn't think we played particularly well, but I loved how we responded in the fourth quarter, and I thought that said a lot about who we are. I think the bench was they were hustling, fly, flying all over the place. That, that closed the gap and gave us the hope that okay, we can we can get this done. And then when the starters came back, they fed off that energy. Finding a way to win when you're not playing at your best is huge, and that's the bottom line. Is just find ways to win, and I think our team is doing that. I think it's 100% right. We didn't play very well, but because we're a good basketball team, he didn't really say that, but because we're a good basketball team, we found a way to win this game last night. Right, and I think you I mean what Brooklyn has done is blown leads in the fourth quarter. So you right, take advantage of the fact that yes. they stink. I mean, they shot they 23% from three, and the three was really, I mean, in the third quarter, they were lights out from three. There was six or seven from three, and the Knicks outscored them 32-18 in the fourth. But you have, dude, what I like about this team is, and he was talking about this, I was listening to some of the stuff about just like why he loves OG so much, is, and it's the same stuff we used to say about Josh Hart. It's each one of these guys finds ways, different ways. It could be rebounding, it could be whatever it is, to contribute to winning. Right? They're not one dimensional players. Like OG, great defense. It could be. Well, that's you know, the expectation is that you're going to go out there and play defense. No, no, I, I understand that, but they're getting the people that are, that are willing to do it. Not everyone was willing to do that. Like, there are plenty of guys that will have, like, Julius does it sometimes, and he had an awful, dude, that spinorama, when he gets in the spin cycle, that turnover I, I, late in the game was a terrible turnover. He, he's he's maddening at times, yes. Right, but you see sometimes, like, he's like, he'll let his offense bleed into his defense. Or if it's a bad call, like, he'll spend the time, you know, complaining to the referee, not playing defense. Like, you've seen times where he misses a couple free throw shots and he's walking around on defense. Right. you got other guys that are like, they don't, like, Hart, OG, those guys, it doesn't, it's not carrying over. Like, they know I have to find some way to contribute to winning. If it's a big rebound, like the play we were talking about where it's Hart first, then OG, then Hart saves the ball. Like, all those little things, you got enough of those guys that contribute every way they Because that's the expectation now. Hardenstein's a guy like that. Yeah, absolutely, because that's the expectation, right? You have, you have a bunch of kind of lunch pail guys that can go out there, and for the most part, they're going to commit to the cause. And they but have. they're good, though. You know I, love what I mean, it. like they're not just like they're not just like running like OG is a really good player, a really good defensive player. Like they they just have it's a really good mix. It's it, and listen. because it's this good, we bring up the Knicks. Before it would be lights out, call after call. Now you bring up the Knicks. It's like, I, I got to tell you, man, crickets. I heard Kay. She'll talk about this the other day too. They don't get Knicks calls either. It's unbelievable. You, you kind of suck, people. 
I don't think kind of. No, where I mean, where the hell are you? The the team is in the five spot. You're twenty seven and seventeen. You've won four games in a row. You're beating teams you should beat. You're one of the upper echelon teams in the NBA, and nobody calls to discuss the Knicks. It's amazing. It, it's it's embarrassing. So if and when we change topics to the NFL or the Baseball Hall of Fame, I don't I don't want to get tweets of well you never talk Knicks because we're trying to give you the opportunity and you're falling on the sword right now. Right in happening. your face. Yeah. That's like Santiago with Tyra Banks last night. Falling, failing. He thought she was way taller. I guess. Yeah. So if she was six three, he couldn't he couldn't date her. But five ten, he can. Five ten, he said fine. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Garrett Wilson had some interesting things to say on Barton Hahn yesterday. He's got Aaron coming back, buddy. I know, and, and I guess he's feeling bullish because of it. I, was, I think I saw Sauce, too. Did, uh, Santi, you're always good with this stuff. Did you see, was it Sauce? Was that really Sauce's account that was tweeting um, the receivers that they would be interested in bringing in? Uh, I thought I saw that. He didn't see it. I don't think I don't think so. Usually my social media guy. I'll check it out. There was so, a lot going on yesterday. So Sauce said that these are the receivers that they would like to bring in? Oh, no, he mentioned, I, I think it was, hold on. I mean, I think we know who the guys are, right? T. Higgins, Mike Evans, Devontae Adams, those are the... Well, Higgins was one of them. Right, well, he's a free agent. Yep. Uh, Calvin Ridley and T. said, name a free agent no one is talking about that the Jets should sign. And he said, okay, Calvin first Ridley of all, no and one's T. talking about it. Everyone is talking about Everyone. T. Higgins. Uh, Calvin Ridley, I don't know, I thought he was underwhelming this season. Well, I mean, Jacksonville in general. Got right. off to a good start, though. People are excited about it. He did. He got off to a great start. But I think as the season went on, his his... Success kind of. You see where Aaron took the boys too, right? To well, golfing. What at Vegas? Right? Yeah, I saw that. I saw somebody say that they think his hole in one didn't really happen. Stop. Because he's trying to steal the narrative from, from, from Jordan the Packers. Love. I saw that. Love. Yeah. <laughs> Would be diabolical. But weren't people must have witnessed the hole in one? Well, yeah, the guys he's with. I mean, he brought right. his offensive line to Vegas. They golfed. They went to the the Gold Knights game. That's a good. I mean, that's that's a, that's good, a good team time. building stuff. Right that's there. great stuff. Listen, the guys love him. Now he gets it. They love him. Whether there's people in the media that don't like him is one thing. But his I mean, team weather. Well, there are there are plenty of people in the media okay. that don't like him. Well, I think that he he brings that upon himself a lot, though. But his guys love him. Now, Raymond R.J., maybe you can tell me if this is true. This guy Chris, line six, is he calling from Germany? Hamburg. Yeah, there's a place called Hamburg, New Jersey, so oh. that's possible. Oh, there's a Hamburg, New Jersey. Oh, I did get a text message the other day though. Uh, Raymond, do we have New Mexico on the uh, map? I don't think we do. What do you mean? You got a text message? I got a something? DM from. Uh... Yeah, but that doesn't count. He's actually got, got a call. call. He's no, got, got a call. call. They got a call. Yes, sir. He's, well, he's got a call. busy. Well, you know what? Find time. He's not too busy to DM. You yet. know Anthony from the company. He's in New Mexico oh. and he wants to be on the map. Well, it doesn't work like that. All right. You he's, tell him to make a, a phone call. Okay. Number 1-800-919-3776. By the way, we have awakened the Knicks fan. So let's get to the Knicks calls. Tariq in Yonkers. Tariq, good morning. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Dave, the reason why we ain't been calling is because the media takes their time out to trash the Knicks. You remember oh my God. when it was KD no. and Kyrie? No, Tariq, you know what? We have done nothing to trash the Knicks. Nothing to trash Michael, the Knicks. Don't give me this. The media trashes the Knicks. The Knicks have not been trashed. Dave. Yeah. Michael K hasn't sat on his show and talked about the Brooklyn Nets and trashing the Knicks over the last two years. Him and Stephen A. Smith. Is that true or false? I have no idea. I don't punish us. And, and so, so you're going to lump us in? 
we haven't been positive I'm about the lumping, Knicks. We sit here every day I'm discussing lump, how the good the Knicks have been. I'm not lumping, I'm not lumping you, Dave. You asked the question. It's embarrassing why the Knicks fans ain't cold. I'm explaining to you why. I'm not lumping you in. If you take it personal, I'm sorry, but that's why the Knicks fans don't call in as much no more because we feel like most of the radio media, ESPN included, they just trash the Knicks every chance they get. I think you're like, out of your mind. Wait, but well, Tariq, this is your safe maybe, place then. This maybe, is your Dave, safe place. I guess so. Maybe I, Dave, I love the show. I love you, but I listen to it every day like everybody else. And I just feel like the Knicks don't get the type of exposure that they deserve. Oh, wait, 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 uh, uh, Tariq, what, what, you, what is it you want us to do? What, when was the last time we had a negative thought on the Knicks? We, we've been complimenting Leon Rose. We think they're well coached. We sat here opening the show saying they didn't even play a very good game, yet they found a way to win. That's what good teams do. What is it you're looking for us to do and say about this team that's going to actually move the needle for you? Constant coverage. When we got tips two years, four years ago, Rob, excuse me, the first losing season we had after that little Atlanta Hall series, that Atlanta Hawks series, the whole year. Tariq, you're going back four years, yeah, but Tariq, three you gotta years, understand, two though, Tariq, years. Tariq, you got to understand, the Knicks, the Knicks right now are not a national conversation. The reason why the Nets became a national conversation is because they got KD and Kyrie. And, and, now, they, and now they're irrelevant. And right now, they now they stink. So if you're going to go back to the Atlanta series, yeah, okay, so that's your, that's your opportunity in front of everybody is to show out, and the Knicks didn't against Atlanta. We didn't. So they were awful. They, right. But this idea that the Knicks don't get a lot of love is, is I mean, ridiculous. I just said it to start the show. They're actually getting, like, you should, like, the people now nationally that are talking about the Knicks and see what they're building here, like, this has become a now a very attractive place to be. And, and reason for discussion. Like, people and we talk about the what NBA the Knicks are going to be. I mean, I, you know what the weird thing is? I don't think we have any negativity towards the Knicks. None. None. No. I think the interesting thing with this team, and we'll see this, we'll see this postseason, is, and I've said this the entire time, you know I've said this, because everyone calls in, where's the superstar, where's the superstar? The Miami Heat have been able to do it with without one of those, I guess, I mean, Jimmy Butler in the playoffs is different. Jimmy but, Butler's a star in the okay, playoffs, well, can and Jay- Adebayo is not far off, Right, too. well, can Jalen Brunson do that in the playoffs? Well, well, last year he was pretty darn good. All right, so now we're going to have another opportunity to do that. Can Julius Randle be healthy enough? Right, and now you kind of have the team you want, right? It's not clunky anymore. Things but, fit. The pieces fit. I think you'd still, again, you still need help on the bench. But stop with this narrative that the Knicks don't get yeah. love. I mean, my God. Well, I get it. If you're just speaking on the national media or Stephen A. Smith, who criticizes the Knicks a lot, says he's a Knicks fan but goes after them all the time. Well, whatever. I mean, I can't sit here and, and defend I'm that. Not That's not going to defend anyone. I mean, all I can do is is say what we think, right, is defend us and speak for us. I can't speak for Michael Kay or Stephen A. Smith nope. or Alan Hahn or anybody. If you have an issue with those guys, call their show. Don't call us and go after them. It's ridiculous. Go to Jason in East Northport. Hey, Jay. How's it going, guys? Uh, what's up, Jay? Um, so you kind of just mentioned this, uh, Rick. You were talking about them needing some scoring off the bench. I know a lot of people are talking about DeJounte Murray and how they want him. But to, to me, I think the, the best fit would be someone like a Jordan Clarkson from Utah. Because I think you add Murray, that puts Steven Chenzo on the bench. But what does that really do for our scoring off the bench? I think Clarkson is used to coming off the bench. He's a six-man-of-a-year winner in the past. He's a scorer. To me, he kind of fits like the quickly role where he could come in, score a bunch of points, and and help energize the offense with the second unit. Murray, I think, is the better all-around player, but he's going to cost you more. And you've got to figure right. out financially if it makes sense. 
I actually liked Allen's idea yesterday. He was talking about because Bruce Brown has said I would like to be a Nick. It sounds right. like the Lakers are going to be involved. If you could, you know, swing a move for Bruce Brown and then find a way. If when if and when Kyle Lowry gets bought out, we well, got to figure that out. There's no reason for them to keep him in right, Charlotte. You bring in Kyle Lowry, right? Let's go to John in Morristown. Hey, John, you're next up on 98.7. Hey guys, good morning. Uh, nice to nice to be on with you guys. Um, that prior call, I guess it was Tyreek about you guys not covering the Knicks. That's right. absurd, and that's a ridiculous reason. Um, but I, I wanted to say, man, these Knicks—they're real and they're spectacular, man. It's it's fun to watch. Uh, you know, teams, players passing to each other. Even even Randall, you know, has has uh, has drunk the Kool Aid. So it's it's fun to watch. It's almost like watching a college team with the energy they have and they like playing with each other. It's cool. It's good to see, and I, I'm glad to finally see some good basketball in New York. Yeah, it's it it really is. I mean, they're entertaining. They they you know what I love. You don't get this from probably most teams in the NBA. They bring it. it almost every night they bring it, which is really half the battle. In this league, because well, especially many, in the regular season, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because yeah. how many teams they just you know punt on any given game? Knicks never punt on a game. No, but you've heard the entire time. Like anytime you hear Tibbs talk and he explains, I mean, he talks glowingly about you name the player. The things he always brings up are just like he's a gym rat. Like there's a certain kind of player that he wants, and those kind of players, like that's all they want to do, is they want to go and, and even like these are guys showing up late to the facility to just get shots up, whatever it is. Like these guys just want to play. And they want to find a way to contribute whatever way that is. Right. Like, I think if, if the Knicks were to ever do what the Nets did that day, there'd be backlash from the players. I think, like, Brunson and Randall would be like, what are you... Well, you heard Bridges. Yeah. Bridges like, what are we doing? Right. I want to play. Right, of course. But that's the kind of... But that's, that's what another... you want. You want right. your guys wanting to play. There are, there are players in the league that you tell them, all right, guys, you're going to go out there for 30 seconds, and then that'll be that. But like, great. You know what? Give me the night off. That's not this team. No, it's not this team. And I got to tell you, too, and I don't think you can understate this, just the... Overstate. Uh, overstate this, is the relationship between Brunson Hart and DiVincenzo. Like having guys, because I'm telling you. all the guys, right? No, but I say this to you all the time. Like it's the locker room in college is so much different than the locker room in the pros. Like that, the bond you build in college, even in the minors, just like, I mean, with, with the guys as much as you are, most of the guys are single, it's bus trips and everything else. Like the, you create this. This closeness, this like this togetherness. Mm-hmm. I know how when you get to like, in a locker room, like we, you know, we're all brothers. We should love each other. It's not as easy at that level as it is in college. Like those guys, they care about each other a lot. And if you can create that, like if you can build that, mm-hmm. I mean, that is that's, that's a powerful thing. That's a special bond. Carl in Queens. Good morning, Carl. Hey guys, I just want to uh, ask you if you thought this iteration of the Knicks would beat the fifty-four win team. In a best of seven. I think they'd kill them. You're talking about the, the team from, from three no. years ago? No, no. He's talking about the Carmelo, The mellow team? Not 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 the not the 2020 team. Uh, mm. The the mellow one. Mm, I don't know. Big, It'd be a good series. Big, I gotta good go. Series. I'd have to go back and look. Be a good series. That team was old. Uh, that team was old. That team was good, though. Kid. There was not a... Uh, Thomas on that team. There was not a long runway for that team. No. No. <laughs> That was a good team. Who did Hibbert block? It was Mello he blocked, right? That's the team Roy that Hibbert? lost to... That was uh, Mello. To the Pacers? Yeah. That, that's who they lost to. They, that team lost to the Pacers in the postseason in six because they lost game one and they never rebounded from that. Yeah, I don't know how you remember all that stuff. Well, I just remember that. I know You remember a lot. It's like ingrained in Knicks fans' minds. I know, but it's like he, his recollection of everything is crazy. Uh, As he I prepares mentally very, for very Stump Rothenberg today. 
very disappointed like by that series because the Knicks were the two, and they uh, they fell apart. I will say this about this team, though, and it's we'll see what happens here at the deadline. As far as as far as the pieces and how they fit, I mean, this is <laughs> like they 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 found they're finding the right guys. Yes, and like I know initially, like there was a lot of you me, like when you read the the tweet about the Knicks trade, you heard nothing about it. No one was saying anything about the Knicks making a deal, right? And then all of a sudden it pops up, and it's like it was jarring. It was like whoa. Yeah, you, and you felt like he gave up a lot for this guy. And then guy. you see how he fits. And then, what, 10-2 and two in the 12 games he's played. Right. I mean, how how much better defensively they are. You, you know what's amazing to me? I can't believe, and I was excited by the signing. I can't believe Jalen Brunson is this good. Like, Jalen Brunson, if he's not a superstar, he's at that next step down. Like, he's a terrific basketball player. You don't get, you don't get that as a free agent. Uh, not usually, but it's another Certainly one of those guys. Don't. Well, no, but it's another one of those guys. I mean, as far as like all the intangible stuff, it's I mean exactly what you wanted it. And on top of that, what you saw when Luca was gone and what he was able to do in the playoffs, it's like, you know, does this this guy have another? If it's his team, does he have another level? And he's yes. showing us he did. Yes, and it, and it's clearly his team. Like yeah. Rand, Randall needs to produce for them to get where they want to go. But this is Jalen Brunson's team, right? Make make no mistakes. No. Um, Mikael Bridges. And this is this is a good is, player too. This is a very good player. Uh, kind of being wasted on this team. This is going to be hard for the Nets fans to hear, but we'll we'll play it for you on the Knicks fans being louder than the Nets fans last night. Let me feel like any person in here is not fun, and you feel like you're at a away game at home. So that's for probably any person sitting in here, any person alive. So, I mean that's. As as a player, that's got to be as deflating as anything, right? When, yes. When you're home and there's more fans for the other team than your team. Speaking from experience, yes, it's R- tough. Ray, you were there last night. What would you say the um, the mix was of Knicks fans and Nets fans? Probably more than sixty sixty five percent Knicks fans. More he- heavy more Knicks than presence. that. Heavy Knicks presence. So yep. you think seventy thirty? Yeah. The, the fourth quarter, there was a very loud "Let's go Knicks" chant that was drowned out by the uh, by the PA system at one point. Knicks fans were there. That's, were emba- that's embarrassing. Is, is it though? Yes. It's it's, it's the, it it's Brooklyn is is still New York and it's still like listen the Nets had a good run there where they had a, a, a superstar laden roster but it was always a Knicks town. It was never not a Knicks town. I agree with that. But for it to be seventy thirty in your own arena is yeah it's embarrassing. I saw a lot of Knicks fans go, go, leading up to the game yesterday that they, they were saying that this was the cheapest Knicks ticket that they could get all year. That they they were looking forward to this game as Knicks fans. They didn't they didn't care about the Nets. They didn't care. About, they just wanted to they watch, just wanted Knicks to watch play the basketball. Knicks and they were and, able to get the and this was a cheaper cheap. ticket than they would get. At so Madison you don't Square you don't Garden. think that's embarrassing? That as a Knicks fan, they're all excited because they can get in to watch their team at a cheap number. Like this, so there's no rivalry whatsoever. No, but I mean, did you feel like we talked about it yesterday? There was no juice going to the game. None. No, I, I can promise you, it's it's embarrassing. Like if we had a game at the Coliseum and the, you could. There were more Rangers fans than Islanders fans. It's never it was seventy thirty Rangers. Ah, uh, there were some times. Really? Yeah. We, I mean, we had some bad teams, man, and we played some really good Rangers teams. And Rangers fans are all. I mean, uh, all loud. over the place. Loud, yeah. But it's embarrassing. I used to. I mean, we it go is down embarrassing. To, like there were times we go down to Florida to play the Panthers, and I, I'm not going to say I felt bad for the Panthers, but like there are a lot of Islanders fans down in Florida, and right. they would all show up, and you could. They were louder than the Panthers fans. It's not, I mean, that's that's tough. Like, getting booed at home, tough. 
Like your own fans booing at home is the worst, but I mean also when Is you- it worse to be booed at home and run out of the building by your own fans? Or have yes. more or, or have more of the opposition fans in your building when you play them? Booed by your own fans. Booed by your own That's fans. That's the worst. It's the worst. Like when they dump the puck in from the other end and they cheer when you stop it. It's like <laughs> the most disrespectful thing you it's, could do. It's not good. Eric in Albany. Good morning, Eric. Good morning, guys. How are you today? Good. How are you? Just want to say thanks for the entertaining show every day on my way to work. I appreciate it. Um, just wanted to weigh in on the Knicks real quick. Um, I think historically you can look at Tibbs' record with the Bulls, the Timberwolves, and even with the Knicks. He loves to win in the regular season, and the part of the problem is he wears down his players. And I have a concern with, um, although it's a fun, good story during the regular season, Brunson and the rest of these guys are going to be worn down by playoff time, and uh, it's going to be a similar situation that he's had with teams in the past not being able to get past the, you know, even the second round. Also, teams in the playoffs are going to hunt uh, Jalen Brunson on uh, defense. They're going to switch off OG and pick on Brunson just as he did last year in the second round. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Fun, entertaining season, but concerns about wearing down his players in the regular season. All right. Well, the only thing I'll say to that is it's not like Jalen Brunson wore down last year. I mean, he, he was banged up last year in the postseason, but he was at his best in the playoffs against Miami. Yeah, well, that's the concern, though. Uh, we talked about this the other day, I think, after they beat um, they beat Washington. Like, Washington's not a good team, and you asked I mean, you asked your starting five to, to carry you. Right. Which is not, I mean, that's not ideal. We know how hard they play during the regular season, which they should. I mean, everyone should. You're trying to put yourself in the best, you know, best position. To I know, but you have to kind of finagle it that you, you have a, a fresh... You've got to walk that line. Yes. Right. I agree with you. And he's not a big guy, and he takes a beating. And he's right. I mean, I'm gonna, if I'm the coach of another team, like if you're, I mean, if you're playing the Heat and you're Spolstra, you're going to circle Jalen Brunson's name. Don't Absol- let this guy beat ab- us. Ab- you're going to circle his name, and you're going to say every time this guy goes down the lane... Beat the and crap out of him. Yeah, hammer him. Every single time. So Julius is going to have to at some point step up. And last year he had the ankle, which he got surgery on. But right. now it's like, okay. He had a lot of pressure on Julius this postseason. Because, you know, the, the, the COVID year, he was not good in the postseason. And everyone said, well, it's it's only him. And they game plan to stop him. And they did. And okay, people were, were able to deal with that. Then he had the thumbs down. Then last year he wasn't good because he was hurt. All right. So now in the, in the last two times you've been to the postseason, you have not been good either of those times. This year, it's going to be very important for him to be Right. At a certain point, yeah. Good. Like you've had, I mean, you've had the experience. Like you know what it's all about. Hopefully he's healthy. And, I mean, you got two really good players. I mean, you got two all-star level players. Yes. Julius Randle is an all-NBA caliber player. Think Brunson makes the all-star team this year? He should. It's crazy <laughs> that he's not. Could you imagine if he doesn't? No, dude, I'm telling you. Like, I would, I mean, just strictly on definition, most valuable to his team. Like, Jalen Brunson is one of the most valuable players to his I agree. team. You see when you take him off the court for five no, minutes, what happens? Things fall apart. Um, it's the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. Now, we're giving away over $10,000 in cash and prizes. All qualifiers will get a $25 Fanatics gift card and a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. Get your box for the big game by list- listening to our show, Barton Hahn, and the Case Show. This year's big game payouts are 500 bucks in quarters, one in three, $1,000 at the half, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. And the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey, along with Security Dodge. Come get some. For full contest details, go to superboxbonanza.com. You know what I like? And I, and I give us credit Super for Super boxes. Yes. You know what else I like? The fact that we have awakened the Knicks fan from their slumber. We got a lot of calls. We got a lot of calls Look, what's on, look what's on line one. We're going to cross off New Mexico. Yes. Is what we're going to do. Raymond, how many states need to be crossed off on your master list? I mean, we've got a pretty healthy number of states here. The, the, the Midwest 
probably needs a. Uh, do we have Nebraska? We do not have Nebraska. So we need someone from Nebraska. Do we have Minnesota? We do not have Minnesota. Do we have either of the Dakotas? No. So we we have some states we that, need to cross off. That entire off. area needs yeah it, it needs some love. Do we have Wyoming? No, Can I we not guess all the states? I just told you that Please. the entire area. Needs We're late some for love. break. What, what do you think? Does it count when I go if I go on a cross country trip? On my time off and call into the show, mm, can we? Can. No, no, only if you call from there. No, well, that's, a, that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to just go downstairs and pretend like, hey, it's Rick in North well, Dakota. No, no, well, no, we've got calling from Djibouti. <laughs> yeah, but you you can't call in from North Dakota and say you're from in Montana. No, don't do that. No, Rick cannot travel to Wyoming and call and be like, hey, it's Rick from Wyoming, and that crosses off the list. No, you'd never know. And you know what the truth is? If you do that, you're kind of pathetic anyway. Why? If I'm going, if you're taking your, your your family on like like to a dude yeah. ranch and you're out in Wyoming. And you're calling the show at five o'clock in the morning. You're pathetic. I'm trying to help the show. I think that's how does it help the, the show that we have all the states. It's being a good teammate. No, sleep, sleep in. Let, let let's leave that what to is the sleep? actual. Let's leave that to the listeners. All right, all right let's break because apparently we're late. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Stump Rothenberg in the seven o'clock hour, which is coming your way next on ninety eight seven ESPN. All right, check off uh, that New Year's bucket list with tickets from Vivid Seats. You're home for every tackle, slap shot, and slam dunk. Vivid Seats celebrates fandom with unbeatable rewards like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. With Vivid Seats rewards, you earn with every purchase. From tip-off to final buzzer, Vivid Seats has a great selection and great prices on all the 2024 games that matter the most to you. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of the ESPN. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.